Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. I'm glad that you've joined me. Today is Friday and we have less than a week now before Thanksgiving. And I, for one, am excited about Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday of the year. Our whole family's coming over, my sister Hillary and her husband and her brand spanking new little baby boy, True. There is nothing as yummy as the smell of a newborn baby. And so um, I might just forego cooking a turkey and just hold the baby. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think the rest of the family would appreciate that. Uh, I am really excited to have heard from so many of you. Thanks for emailing me, podcast at The Busy Mom, with your show ideas. Next week, I am going to have a couple of friends of mine on. One of the repeated themes that I am getting uh, from you over and over again is uh, this need to address uh, race in the United States, race relations in the United States. And uh, I decided to go ahead and jump into it with both feet, uh, because I figure if you're going to jump into it, you might as well just go for it. And, uh, and I, you know, and I told everybody, I'll tell everybody again, you know, I'm not an expert um, on uh, race relations. I'm certainly not. But I am somebody who longs to see the gospel break down old Uh, and high and even new barriers between people. Um, But rather than just trying to uh, preach at you, I really, and and because I'm not an authority on this issue, I decided to bring some people in who can really uh, speak to it with more authority. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. So I hope you'll invite your friends to listen. I think it's going to be thought-provoking and encouraging. And uh, I'm planning on um, really, you know, listening. Instead of running away from the conversation, I say we embrace it. So that's next week, all week, actually, I'm going to be having them on uh, my friend, uh, Dr. Lena Callantine. She's written several books for the homeschool community on science. And uh, a new friend of mine, Erin Young, who I met when I was speaking at a homeschool conference near Los Angeles. So both of them uh, are uh, black. And so we had this really good discussion of, you know, I'm going to be the token white girl. (laughs) in the conversation. Uh, But I think it's going to be really good. Uh, Also wanted to let you guys know that uh, we've got new necklaces. And so I'm really excited about them. They are uh, up on the Busy Mom right now. You can go over to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash, I think it's store. And you can look for those new necklaces. They make great Christmas gifts. They make great Christmas gifts for your daughters. Uh, Anybody who's struggling with fear, anybody who's feeling like they're being labeled by the culture, boy, that's a big deal right now. And I want to just encourage you, uh, the only label that we wear as children of God is the one that God gave us. And we wear the label redeemed. So a couple of days ago, I posted on my Facebook page, uh, another very disappointing, but not surprising shift away from the authority of scripture. Uh, Glennon Melton, who has a, a blog called Momastery. Uh, she's one of Oprah's favorite authors. Therefore, her book uh, was in the Oprah Winfrey book club. And so 
that of course uh, catapulted that book to fame and is uh, made Glennon a New York Times bestselling author. Glennon also uh, uh, claims to be a Christian and writes from a supposedly Christian point of view. And she announced last week uh, via Instagram and over at social media on her very busy Facebook page that she is leaving her husband, has left her husband of 15 years and is engaging in a homosexual relationship uh, with a soccer star. And my heart just broke, not because of the sin that she is embracing, but because she claims the name of Jesus. And uh, we need to know as Christians what the Bible says and stand on the authority of scripture. And I have said this many times on the podcast, and I think it's important just to keep saying it. Uh, the enemy is alive and well in this, in this in this country right now. And he is tearing at the church. He's tearing at us along racial lines, which is why next week I'm going to be talking to uh, Aaron and Lena about that specifically. But we are called if you're listening to this podcast right now and you claim the name of Jesus, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you need to know what his word says and you need to follow it. Uh, these are hard days for the church. They're hard days for our country. And I just want to encourage you today uh, toward a place of kindness in your relationships with other people and even in your witness. So something that uh, kind of shocked and hurt me, uh, I, I posted about... Um, Glennon's decision to engage in a homosexual relationship and leave her husband and three children. And I, I basically chastised the church. And I've said this, you know, many times I've, I've never felt like, you know, my calling was really as an evangelist. I mean, I'm happy to share the gospel. I am a woman who's been changed by the message of the cross. And uh, I love the Lord uh, with all my heart, uh, but I, I really do feel called to the church to, uh, to those who claim the name of Jesus and uh, who need to know what what God says. And so when I posted about this, I, I said to my readers, you know, please stop saying that you're a Christian while simultaneously announcing that you're going to live a lifestyle that God says directly goes against uh, his command. And I, I noted that the press loves to announce it when uh, so-called Christians declare their disobedience to God openly. And I believe it's by, uh, by design because it damages the name and cause of Christ. It cheapens the gospel. It makes it harder for those who struggle with same-sex attraction to be obedient to God's word. And this is sad. And so whenever you see a Christian uh, start supporting things that God clearly calls sin, it is time for your discernment to kick in. And it's time for Christians uh, to stop listening to, quote, spiritual advice from people like uh, Oprah Winfrey and Glennon and Jen Hatmaker and Rob Bell and any other teacher who claims the name of Jesus while distorting and disobeying his word. Christians need to be discerning, but we are called to be both loving and wise in the culture today. And uh, when we're not uh, when we're not being wise, we're also not being loving. And when we sacrifice the truth of the word of God on the altar of misguided compassion, that's not actually compassionate at all. Uh, it's actually a trap. Uh, Christians are called to be loving, and so we need to be we need to be kind. I, my daughter and I were talking about this the other day. You know, I'd love to see more Christians serving in homeless shelters and more Christians uh, working to encourage uh, women who are trapped in uh, cycles of abuse in their marriages. And we've got so many problems as a nation, and Christians have an opportunity to be both loving and kind and also uh, truth bearers. And we need to make America uh, kind again. Right, we need to be walking in kindness, but when we sacrifice uh, truth 
and re- we replace it with this sort of man-made truth, we're not really helping, we're not really helping rather anybody. And so uh, I talked about this on my on my personal uh, Facebook page, not even not even the one, uh, not even my public one, I guess you could call it a public one. But I was amazed, uh, amazed at the the backlash and wounded, I guess, by the, some several things that people said. You know, I uh, I probably blocked more people off. They're str- strangers, really, but I blocked more people off my private or personal uh, Facebook page than I've ever done in all the years I've had a Facebook page. I mean, people saying the most horrific things, uh, you know, uh, threatening my life, threatening my children's life, and I realized, oh my goodness, we have forgotten. How to have a discourse in this country, and it's not my it's not me. I realize later that they're attacking. It's my belief in Christ, and I have an opportunity to either lash out, which was in many, I'll just be honest, kind of what I wanted to do, or uh, respond in a way that would be honoring to Christ. And sometimes the best thing to do is just block people and not engage in conversation that's not going to go anywhere. But I realized in that moment, you know, in watching the vitriol. Uh, back and forth, even between people who uh, claim the name of Jesus and see this thing differently, it's a pretty good indicator that in this country, the conversation's not going to improve until we begin to really look at ourselves and say, Father, what is my role in this? And honestly, that's why Aaron and Lena are coming on the podcast next week. You know, we're going to be talking about how do we look in the mirror and say, Lord, help me not to be a hypocrite. You know, we, we're talking about and I don't know what's going to happen with uh, President-elect Trump. He needs our prayers. Uh, men and women, we're called to be uh, people of prayer. I don't know how we can even be kind in the culture without coming before the Lord every day and say, Lord, help me to be the man or the woman that you've called me to be. What does it look like to walk with you uh, in the culture today? And Jesus has called us, God has called us not to be hypocrites in our lives. He's called us to pray. Um, hypocrite is a person basically that puts on a mask and pretends because they want to seek uh, the praise of men. And we're certainly seeing this um, un- unfolding in the blogging community right now. It's not popular. You know, newsflash, it's not popular to uh, hold to Christian beliefs right now. It's not popular to be a Christian. Um, and a hypocrite, the Bible says, is somebody who's, who is insincere and only conscious of their reputation rather than their character. And you want to remember that God doesn't look at your reputation. So in other words, he doesn't care about your reputation as a blogger, as a Christian blogger. God cares about our character. And character in prayer is important. Character means our attitude, and our attitude in prayer is important, and it matters to God. And if we come uh, to God in prayer in an attitude that's not right, our prayers aren't going to be right either. And I had to really, I guess, look at myself in the mirror, even in before I went to God in prayer and just say, Lord, am I, what is my role in all of this? What do you want me to do? I have a podcast. I am a blogger. I'm, uh, I'm writing a, a book that's coming out next year uh, on the importance of motherhood and why it is so important. And I was so wounded. I finally, uh, because of the things that people were saying to me and about me on my Facebook page, that I finally, uh, in the morning, when I realized, oh my goodness, there was something in the neighborhood of you know 700 notifications, private messages from people that I've never met and uh, probably never will meet. Um, and I realized I need to reject every label and uh, you need to reject every label that people give you, except the one that God gives you, the label of being 
the label of being redeemed. And as I opened uh, my Bible, I was just discouraged. And I wrote about it a little bit on my my Facebook page. I was feeling discouraged because of all of the unkindness that's happening in our country right now. And I said, I'm sorry uh, to the people on my Facebook page. I said, I can't keep up with all the vile things on my page right now. I'm sorry that you're coming to my page and reading posts that clearly expose the wickedness in the underbelly of this world. I'm sorry for the memes, the outright vileness, the name calling. But more than that, I'm sorry to see so many Christians who don't know what it really means to follow Christ today. So rather than read all my notifications and private messages, I open my Bible, literally crying out to God to remind me of what my role is in this crazy upside down world. And I open my Bible uh, up to Ephesians and Ephesians 4, 11 through 16 says, now these are the gifts that Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Uh, The implication there, obviously, is that we're we're called to grow and mature in Christ, but even more than that, it's a reminder that there is a standard for those of us who claim the name of Jesus. The Bible says that we are called to grow in maturity and measure up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then the Apostle Paul goes on to say, we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. And so this is our role in the world today, men and women. It is to speak the truth in love. And we will stop being tossed and blown by every wind of new teaching when we begin to read God's word daily, to seek his face in humility and with a sense of urgency. Things are urgent for our country right now. They're urgent for the church And God has granted us more time to openly share the gospel. And so we must not stay silent. And listen, you guys, you can expect to be shamed and cursed and rejected for following the word of God. But I want to encourage you that that doesn't matter. What does matter is our witness before a world that's watching. How are we treating one another? What does matter is becoming more like Christ. What does matter is loving our neighbor enough to say the truth. That's what we're called to do. And as you uh, consider what's happening around you, can I just um, encourage you as a a sister in the Lord and someone who wants to follow God um, and listen to him and obey him in spirit and in truth, because we need both of those things. Can I just encourage you, turn off the news, uh, get off of Facebook for a little while. It really did me good. I got off Facebook for an entire 24 hours, some sort of Christmas miracle for me. Uh, Get off of Facebook for a little while, off of social media, Open up your Bible and uh, come before the Lord in prayer. Many of you uh, are following me. I do a scripture writing uh, challenge. I just had it made into um, a portable laminated uh, set of cards that is uh, held together by a, a, a ring. And they're on sale, really inexpensive, 10 bucks. And you can uh, you can order it from me and I'll ship it to you. Um, being in the word of God is a life changer because Jesus is a life changer, because knowing the word of God changes 
our lives. And it's God who gives us um, love for other people. And it's God who is going to heal this nation. The hope and change that we need as a nation is never going to be found in a president. It's not going to be found in a Trump administration in the same way it wasn't found in an Obama administration. It's found when God's people begin to be who God says we are. Salt and light. We are called to speak the truth in love. And we are called to be ambassadors for Jesus. Will you join me in just being an ambassador in whatever capacity that God gives you, whether it's for your neighbor, whether you have a podcast, whether you have a blog, be who God says you are. Know the word of God. Grow uh, in your knowledge of God so that you can become mature in the Lord and measure up to the full and complete standard of Christ. That is who God says you are. Um, and so as you pray with me that um, that a spirit of unity would return again to this nation, that we would uh, once again be kind to each other, that we would engage in conversation that moves the needle and, uh, and encourages those of us around us, even if we disagree, we can agree as Christians that we are called to be like Christ. I hope that you would just join me in praying for our country uh, because the answers that we need are going to be found as we follow Christ and as we stay uh, close to him in the days to come. So I want to just encourage you toward a place of of prayer. And uh, I hope that you'll be praying for me as uh, as I'm praying for you. As we go into this next week of Thanksgiving, um, I'm going to be just really leaning on the Lord and excited to just uh, spend some time with family and friends because we have a lot to be thankful for in this nation we have a lot to just praise God for. And uh, we can do that with our lives. We can do it with our children. We can do it online. So I just want to encourage you, if we're going to make America kind again, it's got to start by getting back to the things of God and speaking the truth in love, in love, in love, in love. That's what God would have us do. I'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.